What's up, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you're listening to, all the way from Compton to Manchester to London to Australia. Um, welcome to episode one of the Ball Don't Lie podcast. And if you were expecting a basketball podcast, I am very sorry we have catfished you because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we will kind of talk about basketball once it's NBA playoffs times, but um, we're kind of flipping the phrase a little bit um and applying it to football uh really any sport um obviously we know bottom line is a a basketball term but it it applies to you know the sports gods always kind of balancing everything out and we're going to focus really on football um the premier league first and foremost and the champions league and we're going to get straight to it because this week the Champions League was extra fucking lit. Like, extra fucking lit. Like, literally, the football gods were doing some Benihana shit with these matches. They were doing the little volcano and, and the choo-choo train and throwing the little spray and make the fire. Like, they they outdid themselves with this week. Obviously, um, Ajax, the little guy knocking out Madrid. And then probably the biggest match this week, PSG, Man United. Man United did the impossible. And um, quick little hot take. This is take three, so I'm not going to take too long on it. But um, I think that Marcus Rashford is becoming the new Ronaldo. Because this man took his first ever Man United penalty. That that one against Gianluigi Buffon in the Parc de Prince. With all, all to win. Literally no time left on the clock. Do or die. He steps up. He takes the ball. He doesn't let Lukaku, anybody else, touch the ball. He takes it. He scores it. It was a banger. Um, this this kid is not scared of anything, and we'll see. I think he has greatness ahead of him, but we'll see. But uh, we're going to get right into the, the topic of controversy this week, which was the penalty that he scored. Should it have even been a penalty? And um, a lot of people are saying that it wasn't um so we'll start off with Akil because Akil is a Man City fan to the core since 2010, man. This guy's been diehard. Um, so we'll start off with you, bro. Um, do you think that this was a penalty? Uh, yeah. Can't argue against it. I did at first, but now I- I've come to like, yeah, you know. Um, Compared to I thought he wasn't at fault at first, but like, you know, second glance in real time, like, you know, he turned his back on. And his arms out there, like you know, you can't do that, man. Struck his hand, and yeah, I mean, penalty. It's given, and then up steps Rashford. Um, wise ex Los Angeles Laker once said that um, I have ice in my veins, and Rashford had ice in his veins, and he just stared Buffon down, and killed him with that penalty. Killed any hopes of him winning the Champions League ever. My my man has taken so many L's, like it's 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 so. And I thought last year he got robbed, honestly. Yeah, I but, you know. I did too. But I feel like at this point, like, Buffon is, has taken so many L's now. I think it's starting to cancel out his W's. Yeah, I think it might be time for him to go. Yeah, I mean. I, he might want to give it one more shot. But. Yeah, and obviously I'm kind of exaggerating. It's always, you know, recency bias. But, um. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's lost the Champions League final twice. Twice. Um, twice. 
And that first one, I remember when Pirlo went, and obviously that was heartbreaking. But I'm starting to think that Buffon should have maybe. Um, oh, actually, three times. Sorry, the one he had one against Milan in '03 as well. Oh yeah, he yeah. Lost, he lost a penalty shootout in that one. Too. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, he got the World Cup, and I don't think there's any greater achievement, achievement. in yeah in world football yeah. than to win a World Cup. So obviously, his his place in history is cemented forever. But um, Andrew, do you think if you were the ref and you had to look at that review, um. And putting all bias aside, do you think by by the rules that that was a fair penalty? Yeah, I believe it was a clear and obvious penalty because Kimpembe just looks at the lot getting ready to unleash a missile out his right foot, and he just jumps and sticks his arm out. So, like, before, like, he, he jumps right when the ball is about to get hit. He looks when he's about to shoot. He turns around. And sticks his arm out and it was a clear and obvious penalty there's I don't know why there's so much debate about it mm-hmm. and uh, a good point to bring up is I believe it was karma too because Kimpembe should have been sent off the first leg mm. yeah just so I believe karma really did us did Manchester United fans justice well you know what they say right Ball don't lie. <laughs> there you go. But I, I have another quick point to ask because what, I, what I've been hearing a lot, like I've been watching like Rio Ferdinand, Match of the Day, Copa 90. Like literally today I've seen probably every football show on the planet um, discussing this penalty. And with the people that say that it wasn't a penalty, what they're saying is that it was a natural he was in a natural position. So obviously you two, that you guys have played the game at a little bit higher level than me, um, high school JV, you know? So obviously you guys are, are certified ballers. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm a Sunday league all-star now, by the way. Yeah. No, I believe you, bro. Obviously, like, I'm trash, so I'm just I'm just roasting. But as you guys, that you guys have probably been in a free kick wall, and you guys have had to deal with like shots straight up like that was that a natural motion not necessarily because your arm shouldn't be out wide you should always know that like you know usually when defenders come up against a problem like that their arms are tucked behind their back so mm-hmm. if, if the ball strikes their arm like yeah i have my arms tucked i can't move my arm what am i supposed to do and I think he, oh go ahead go ahead and the defender isn't even supposed to be turning their backs like that yeah, that's that's like something that they teach you when you're young. If you turn your back on the play, the player can just fake the shot and go around you. So why would you do something like that? But yeah, like you know, he turned his back. Like you can't swing your arm out, bro. Like you should know that you're experienced defender. You're a World Cup winning defender. You should know better than that. So yeah, I thought the the part that kind of that was the fact that the the ball was so far away. It's not like if my man Delo was kind of had a clear shot he was still way he that was a prayer that he shot it was going yeah. to like it, it was probably going up and out the stadium um <laughs> and Kimpembe bailed him out and I, I think he knew it because you, you could tell when he was waiting for VAR it wasn't like he was protesting like he he was heartbroken as, as soon as the ref like yeah i don't know oh my god i'm still i get anxiety just thinking about this game man i can't even discuss it 
I mean, it's it's good to be on the other side of that spectrum. Like you know, you got a lifeline. You got the got the win. You got a huge uh, advancement mm-hmm. into the next round. And like you know, people, everybody doubted. Everybody doubted. They thought it was over after two 0 but you know, turned it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on that point, now if we evaluate this game on a little bit more macro level, uh, Andrew, do you think? Obviously, it was technically it was tied on aggregate, but you know, away goals count for more. But do you think that United advanced fair and square, or was PSG really the better team and they kind of got hard done in the end? Uh, it was like one of those FIFA online games where you you think <laughs> like you've been attacking, you hit the post, and that they just score a goal, and then it and then like it just goes bad after that. So. Uh, it's. I mean, you can't really say any team deserves to win, but it's like the whoever scores goals like deserves to win. But it's crazy to see how a midfield three of McTominay, Fred, and Pereira, like he got it. They got us through, which is amazing. Like you have a master, like little, little Pirlo, Verratti, and he did. He did play good, but. I don't know. We just took our chances, and even though we only had like twenty percent possession the whole game, uh, it was just a really good game. And uh, Bayi, like right when they scored their first goal, no, right when we scored our first goal, you could see that our defense was really like fragile. It was like just a matter of seconds until they scored, and uh, it didn't. It didn't work out until they put in Delot. So him coming in was a big, big like change of plans, and it worked out great for us. Yeah, I, I see why. Not. I think um, it's just it's all on PSG. Honestly, you're at home. You know you could put up more than one goal against a United team that shaky back line doesn't even have a proper midfield and has Rob, the man that plays in jeans although he didn't look like it right <laughs> wait hold on real quick to before I cut you off I was watching Copa 90 and this man Bouge said that Lukaku doesn't play in jeans anymore that he plays he in speedo I speed <laughs> <laughs> was dead <laughs> but it's the truth I mean he had a great game I, I'll give that to him but he's, he's starting to look a lot better yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, you're you're at home, bro. You put up multiple chances to score. It's like you gotta do something. They have nobody to blame but themselves. Honestly, they can go and cry all about that VAR thing, but you guys should have scored at least three, four goals at home against United. Come on now, it was that's embarrassing. They bottled it completely, completely. You they scored an easy goal, but not barely a tap in. You had Di Maria. You still had. Draxler, you had Mbappe, all of them. You had Cavani mm-hmm. on the bench, and you still couldn't do anything? Didn't make any sense to me. Right. I mean, real quick, I, I'm i trying to think as an optimist. Um, you know, if, if I was PSG's owner or technical director, because this is pretty much PSG's season. I mean, obviously, they're going to they're gonna win the league. Um, I don't know if they're still in, in the domestic cup, but really none of that matters for PSG. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is their tournament. Um, 
and I'm trying to think because what I heard the most too was, well, PSG don't have any leaders. You know, they don't really have any leadership in the squad. But I'm like, they have Thiago Silva, and they have um, Jean Luigi Buffon, who is, I mean, those two are two of the best in their positions and two of the most well-respected players um, in the modern era. So what does, we'll start with Andrew, what is there to add to this PSG team? Like, what could you possibly do to get them over the hump? Because it's been like six years that they can't. Well, it's, I think it's just time to move on. It's not their thing. Like, Champions League is not their thing. If I was like, if I was the owner, like the owner is like an, an investment group, I'll just look for another group to inject, inject oil money at this point. Like apart from the owners, I feel really bad for uh, Buffon who left uh, Juve on his voyage to win a Champions League, and he gets beaten by a uh, McTominay FC. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's like, it's a uh, McTominiesta FC, bro. You say it right. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, but I mean, they they'll always dominate like dom- the, the their domestic league. So, but you could tell that the owners want more than that, and I feel like the owners are gonna get tired and just start putting their money towards other other teams or try to find another team to put mo- money in. Yeah. So Akil, um, obviously you being a fan of a of an oil tycoon team. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and I'm not saying that like as as a dig. I'm saying it as as a reality. Like you guys have pumped tons of money into your into your team, and obviously you guys haven't won a Champions League. But I mean, you guys are s- serious contenders. You guys have been to the semis um, last year. I, I, was it a penalty call last year, or what, what was it last year that I remember? It wasn't. Uh, well, last year we got to the quarterfinals. It was. Three years ago, we got to the semis. Yeah, but they all beat us one nothing off our own goal. But even at that, but last year I remember there was there was some call. I don't know if it. Oh yeah, we had a goal disallowed. Yeah, the Sane goal, right, or something. Side, yeah, and it would have been two 0 and all we needed was two more goals. Yeah, but that completely changed the dynamic of that game. Yeah, so like what I'm saying is like you guys are pretty close. I mean, it's it's hard to win a Champions League. Like you can't just throw money and buy it. I mean, we've only won. Alex Ferguson only won two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Pep has only won, I think, two or three. Yeah, it's two. Two, two you know. Three. It is hard to win a Champions League. But what does PSG need to do to be on the same contending echelon as a team like Man City and, you know, the other greats like Barca and Bayern? What do they need to What would you do if you were PSG? Move them to the Bundesliga. How, how's that going to help? Because you can't play in a farmer's league, bro. Like, literally. <laughs> so you're going to move them to another be, farmer's league? You move them. On, you, the Bundesliga is at least more competitive. You move them to a better league. You can't. You can't. Like, literally. I I, I don't. You're playing against nobodies uh, in a French league. And you you have a walk in the park every single week. You play against. Your only competition is Leon, And they always. They're always. A if, they're still in the a, Champions League. Yeah, and they are. And they're always a what if team, though, in the league. Like they always think they could do it, but every year they don't. Marseille, what did Marseille do? Nothing. Monaco is oh. your be- Monaco ha- went beat you guys for the league two years ago. Now they're fighting for relegation. Like talking about a farmers league, 
a team from the Farmers League beat Real Madrid. Ajax. At yeah. home. But that that one's like, that's more of a dev- developmental to me. I don't, think that, I don't see that as a Farmers League. Well, l- let, me, let me do a quick counter to what you said, because I just thought of something. Mm-hmm. Real Madrid have won, is it four of the past five Champions Leagues? Yeah. yeah. Four to five. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, La Liga is a great league. But they never do that well in the in their actual domestic competitions, um, and you could say that they really don't care about La Liga because no no one's bragging about winning La Liga. It's it's all about Champions League. So mm-hmm. uh, they they're an example that they they prioritize the Champions League, and you could still win it even when you're not facing as much competition. I mean, it's kind of a weak rebuttal. Well, hold on, but but yeah, but. Uh, uh, to go back on your saying, at least La Liga has like six teams that are like competitive every single year. Yeah, sure, true, the same true. three teams finish the top, but like fighting for six, you still have Sevilla, you still have Valencia, you still have Villarreal, you have Alaves who's coming up now. Yeah. Don't forget Betis. about Real Betis. Yeah, that's exactly Betis, Betis Celta Vigo. Yeah, exactly. You have all these teams to fight for. I mean, like you have to play Tulu, Khan. Uh, I can't even name any of the teams. Rennes. Ren, exactly. Who just beat Arsenal. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like, come on now. And the thing is, right, Neymar is so dumb to me into this league because now he thinks he can, like, show off in this league, do all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then when people kick out of him, get him injured, and he's going to be out for the rest of the season, he hurts everybody else's chances. Yeah. Well, one last point about PSG, and then we'll move on um, to the other matches. Uh, Andrew, we'll probably do it to you. Obviously, we, we speak a lot, and... You can tell that player power has become a serious issue um, with just within maybe the past five, six years. Do you think that PSG's treatment of Rabio and all these super highly paid egos in the locker room, like, do you think that's ever a recipe for success? Uh, no, I, I don't believe that. Like, you could put a bunch of good players in a team, but without. Without chemistry, you can't really do anything because everyone's going to want to do it themselves to be the star of the team. And I feel like what hurt Neymar was Mbappe, like, outshining him. And it's shown with his battle against uh, Cavani. Mm -hmm. I I feel like Neymar is off in the summer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, finish your point. I, I don't believe that PSG are gonna go anywhere with keep on, like if they keep on getting superstars they're not gonna win anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well PSG's in a pretty tough spot and uh if they do decide decide to sell Neymar, uh, I know of a team that will buy him and that is Real Madrid because holy so shit they so <laughs> they are in a I have never seen, like, a, a major team endure a worst week. Like, l- let's put this into perspective. Three games ago, it was the Copa del Rey, Copa del Rey game first. Oh. Against Barcelona at the Bernabeu, you lose 3-0. And, and to be fair, they didn't get battered, really. Um, it was an unfortunate, like situation they led the game in shots they had more chances just four shots three goals that's it like yeah 
yeah, it kind of reminded me of, of the Tottenham United game earlier this season when they won 3-0, but, you know, it wasn't really a battering. But whatever. Yeah. Copa del Rey doesn't matter, right? No one's fucking celebrating that shit. La Liga, uh, the very next game at the Bernabeu against Barcelona again. And if Real Madrid wins, it's not really anything because Barcelona's already so far ahead. But you know what? If they win, they get a, it's like a seven-point gap if they win. You know? Right. It's 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 morale, you know, putting the pressure on. Uh, Tottenham, Tottenham's favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. They lose again, 1-0. And again, this this guy Courtois, the keeper that you have been fighting so hard to get, just again, man, he looks terrible. But you know what? Whatever. It's it's La Liga, okay? Barca's celebrating. Oh, they've won more Clásicos than us. Whatever, bro. We're gonna win the Champions League at home against a bunch of kids without Sergio daily Ramos play. and daily blend. Don't forget about the goat. Daily, daily Dusan Tadic, son. Dusan motherfucking Tadic playing as a false nine. And he... Did you see that Le, uh, Le Keep gave him a 10? And that's like... Yeah. Perfect rating. Yeah, they gave him... Per- and they've only given out he, like he five. Was bag. He was in his bag. He was in his bag. Yeah. And and to be fair, r- real quick on, on Dusan Tadic. He was a bad boy for Southampton. Like him and Mane... People, people always forget, but Mane wasn't even like that good. Because when Liverpool bought him, a lot of people were like, man, this is a waste of money. Like, he is so, like, hit or miss. It was Tadic that was kind of the more... He wasn't a world beater, but he was, like, consistent, man. Like, that dude was always putting people on on skates. But, anyway, man, you, you're, you're already... If you don't know about what happened in the AX Madrid game, I have no idea what to tell you. But, Andrew... We we were just talking about what PSG needs to do, um, and it might be the same thing that Madrid has to do. Are they just gonna blow everything up this summer? Uh, just get Ronaldo back. <laughs> you see, you're said than done. <laughs> That's it. That's is, all you gotta do. Is is their problems that simple? Um, I like I've always seen. I think the real problem is I think Marcelo's got to go. And I think, I don't know, it's too hard. Like, I I don't know what philosophy, like, that stays with all, like, the, with, with everyone. But, like, Zidane, he didn't go through it because he had Ronaldo and they were outscoring teams. But now that, you know, Ronaldo's gone and they can't really block like their flaws with uh Ronaldo's goals. Uh I feel like their defense like our defense is really bad. Like Real Madrid's defense, like they they try too much. Like Sergio Ramos, like he does one choose and by the end of like the play he's already like at the penalty box and then like he leaves us he leaves everyone like prone to counterattack. And I feel like it's just really bad. Dude. And it happens. It happened under every like manager. Dude, what I, what I just thought about too is like Madrid. They're literally run like a pro clubs team, like the center. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true when you think about it, because like prime Madrid, it's like Marcelo doing whatever the fuck he wants. 
like Ramos in the penalty box. Varane is like the only one trying to run around covering like Varane and Cavajar are like pretty much the only two defenders. Mm-hmm. And like everyone else is just doing the most. Uh, yeah, they always had defensive problems, you know. And the only reason that it wasn't like a big thing is because Ronaldo scored like five games. So yeah, we had that to cover it up. Yeah, it's just real, real quick on Ramos. Can you take a bigger L? I mean, my man was recording a documentary. You, can't. you cannot. You cannot write. You can like. You cannot write a bigger L for anybody ever. Like that is the biggest L you can take, man. It sucks. Yeah, I mean, if they, real tough. If I think L's this week would be between like Di Maria and Ramos, and Ramos would still win it by a fucking landslide. But um, yeah, Kiel. And enough about Madrid. You know, we got, we have to give credit to to Ajax because unlike the United game, you could say that United that they didn't deserve to win, but that they really didn't create anything. But Ajax, boy, they should have had seven. Um, what what was the key behind that? Um, <clears throat> hold on, real quickly before we uh continue on with this conversation i'm just gonna uh sing some word of wisdom real quick oh bust out the pipes don't worry about a thing because every little thing is gonna be all right they're all singing that to the madrid fans because like yep man what (sighs) bro i thought i was really bob marley bro i appreciate it i appreciate it man you know what? This game was just beauty. I just loved seeing this. I'm not like a Madrid hater or anything, but like for a person that like you you love underdogs, like this was just great. It was fun to see. And I I haven't got so much hate on Twitter ever. To be to be yeah. To be fair to you, Akil, you were the only one that like consistently. I I believed in Ajax in the first leg. But I did. I didn't think that they could go to the Bernabeu. You did. I'm gonna give you credit for that. Yeah, I, I just felt it, man. Like something, something. Uh, I don't know. They, they gave it to him. I, I, and I was all here for it, a hundred percent. I was all here for it. You know what's um, crazy? Before, real quick, too. Uh, my bad. I keep cutting okay. you off. No, no, it's cool. Go ahead. I think, I think Ajax is this year's Roma because last year I had this. You could ask Andrew. I had this exact same feeling about Roma. Like, I literally told my grandma, and she's a Barca fan. I was like, when you guys go back to, to playing Roma, you guys are going to lose 3-0. And they did. Like, I really, since you called it, like, Ajax is your team, bro. I think they're going to do wonders because they looked incredible. I, like, this performance was just on top. And, like, you could say from 60 minutes in the first leg, they were the better team. 100%. Goals should have stood. It didn't. Mm-hmm. What can you do? They lose 2-1. Unfortunate situation. I just felt like, you know, they're catching Real at a vulnerable time. And they just put their hands on their necks and they did not let go. They were pressed from the front. You get an early goal, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, Tadic was unbelievable. Um... The defense played really well. Delight back there with Blind played really well. De Jong was just skipping around everybody. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say? I, I, I got so much hate. 
I literally did. All I said was, like, you know, I'm just singing Three Little Birds all day today, which I do. I, I, everybody's coming at me. Oh, City's never going to win the Champions League. Like, I care. Like, y'all just got knocked out by Ajax, man. Like, <laughs> y'all have to come for me. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just pointing out the obvious. Like, y'all got issues. My team's at least on the way to winning a league this season. We already have a trophy. Where are you guys at this season? Nothing. I mean, I don't, I don't understand what the hate was all about for me, but, you know, I'm just, just having fun with I just had fun, man. It was just a lot of fun. Yeah, um, going back to the game. Um, those free the free kick was something else. Courtois was just absolute crap. That might have been. Yeah, Courtois was crap. I agree with you. But if if Thibaut Courtois, I think he might be like the tallest. One of the tallest keepers in the world. Like. Pretty much him and Oblak are, like, the tallest, like, world-class keepers, you know, mm-hmm. as far as, like, upper echelon keepers. By the way, I don't know if Courtois is even an upper echelon keeper, but... Not, I, I wouldn't... Not this display, not this season. But, man, like, that kick was pure... pure. If, if T-Boy Courtois... Guys, you guys forgot about Pepe Reina. But he's not really on the tall side, Pepe Reina. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think know, that, was a, that was a joke, bro. <laughs> Whoosh! That flew right over your head. It went right over. Me. It did. Just like it went over Courtois' head. Crazy. Yeah, man. But and, and... Mean, go yeah, ahead. Man. No, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was just gonna say like he he got chipped, got a free kick over him, two really good shots on him. I mean, dude, has he, he made any a... saves? <laughs> he made a couple saves during the game, yeah. But I mean, yeah, you lost four one. What can you? I mean. But probably like seventy percent of the shots he's faced have to go in because my man yeah. is just taking L after L. You know what? And the thing is, we could talk mess about all of Real Madrid's back line. Navas at least kept things out. That's true. I don't. I don't know why they went inside Courtois. Like, what was the reason for it? You have a person that just won three straight Champions League, and you're just gonna go sit him on the bench. That's disrespectful. But. Bro, Navas, Navas was like a pro clubs keeper too, cause he would he would not give a fuck sometimes either. It's true, but he at least he he was reliable to me. At least. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, yeah, he he was solid, and and that was just disrespectful. But um, I, I, I said before, Belgian players have more fun playing with them. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, literally right now, I, except for Lukaku, maybe I, everyone is pretty pretty much having a shit time because De Bruyne's out, Courtois sucks. He's been injured. Well, I mean, he's just injured. I can't really say much about that. Mm-hmm. And he's injured again, so this has been a tough season for him. But yeah, Courtois sucks. Fellaini's retired, and uh, from Belgium duty. What can you do? Yeah, but Andrew, I have, I have a question for you. Uh, you're a little bit more of a Madrid supporter. You're you're more Madrid than Barca, that's for sure. Um, and you're a Cowboy fan. So, if you were the Spanish Jerry Jones, Florentino Perez, um, what are you doing this summer? Give me give me your checklist. Um, I'm buying Mbappe. <laughs> Good luck with that. I'm I'm selling Marcelo. That's yeah. That's pretty much a done deal by now. And I'm finding another. I'm tr- I'm getting Kulib. You're getting what? I'm getting either Kulibali or Screamier. 
Oh, I thought you said I'm getting clapped. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't get clapped. I'll get back. I'll try, try my best to get Zidane back. Mm, I, don't, I don't think that's happening, but... Uh, I mean, the, the problems with Madrid... It, it seems like Madrid and PSG, they just throw... They keep throwing players at the team, and that never really solves the problem. Well, I mean, you can do that, but you just need a manager that can control all those egos. You feel me? Like, it's not like... Like, for instance, us, like, Ola or Pep, like, Ola's are pretty much proven to me in this short time that he's been here that he can, he can manage people. He knows oh, I agree. How, how players work. Pep is a mastermind at that. If Pep was managing PSG or Barcelona, uh, Real Madrid right now, they wouldn't be in the Champions League. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, no, 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 but he would inspire players. He inspires players to play. That's what I'm saying. Like these yeah, teams yeah. in an uninspired and stuff like that. Like at least they'll they'll put up a fight for it. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that Pep is really more of just. I think he might be the smartest manager of all time, as far as as yeah. pure tactics. Yeah, um, and he go and he knows his personnel and stuff. Like he's gonna sit there, like he would figure stuff out. He. If something's not going right one match, he's gonna figure stuff out instead of like going at it the same way the next. Yeah, and Pep would not lose three times in one week. I <sighs> promise you that. Yeah, that and, would never happen. And yeah, I just want to. Solari, man, I, he that I know he he signed a contract extension, right? Like two or three years. <clears throat> that contract has to be worth at least ten million because, like. You already knew this was gonna happen. I mean, I know he got some good results earlier in the season, but come on, did you guys really think that what a 31, 32 year old Benzema was gonna save Real Madrid? That he was gonna become like the new Ronaldo? It, it's it was ridiculous, man. Madrid is just there's such a mess from top to bottom, and I'm just happy that Ajax won. Um, the kids played well. And we'll see how they do. Um, Respect them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they look... Them and Porto probably look as the easiest teams to play. But they're not, they're not going to be. Yeah, they're not. At this level, man, oh, you just don't know what's going to happen. Especially, I think Porto at home, like, people, like, doubted them. But Porto at home is such a hard place to play. Yeah. Literally. You better hope Porto gets the first leg. Because Porto, like, their fans are something else, man. They made that atmosphere for that game. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll get on to Porto in a little little second, but this this other game, Tottenham-Dortmund. Tottenham won it 1-0 at uh, Borussia Dortmund, which I did not expect at all. I, I expected Dortmund to win this game. I didn't expect them to qualify, but I expected them to get a goal and win this game. But they did it, and it was Harry Kane once again who just it, – it really is ridiculous. You just got Kane. You just got Kane. You just got Kane. <laughs> it, it's ridiculous, man. And like how we, we were just talking about Madrid. I think that they should go all out for Harry Kane. I like – I really think they do because – This man, he just does not stop scoring. Mm-hmm. 
like it's been already like four years <laughs> four years of this guy just scoring like every time i want to hate him or think he's human or like he just i don't know man it's it's ridiculous but shout out to tottenham because yeah yeah, they they played well yeah i'll give them that um yeah i mean i i can see him fitting there yeah why not um literally he bangs and goals everywhere he goes bangs and goals for england bangs and goals for Tottenham. i mean give him a shot at least if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out yeah um I, i i'll say this though this this is my prediction for the summer. I think that Harry Kane is either going to go to Madrid via a Gareth Bale swap with with money involved, or that Eden Hazard's going to go to Madrid uh, via Gareth Bale swap. Yeah, those are two probable swaps that. It happened, but I think the Tarnum one is more. more realistic. That that one seems more uh, realistic. Yeah, because I mean, I think if you offer like eighty or ninety million plus Gareth Bale for Harry Kane, that's a hard offer to turn down. Especially if, if somehow Tottenham crash out of the top four. But. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see. But anyways, big ups to Tottenham. There's no, there's not a lot to say because I mean it was a professional performance. They they defended well, and they shut down Dortmund like nothing. Um, but another game that had a a lot more goals, a lot more excitement. Roma against Porto. This game, I'm actually kind of jealous that the PSG game was on at the Man United PSG game was on at the same time. Because this game was a cracker, man. And you, b- both of you guys predicted Porto went through, and they did. Uh, Andrew, is Jesus Corona the next Lionel Messi? Well, he's already better than Messi, but um, he just got signed to a new deal until 2022. And uh, I feel like he's really underrated. Like, on one-on-ones, he, he has a completion of 85%. Crazy. Well, he had he had it in that game against Roma, hmm. so he was really dominant against a good uh, Roma def- defense, and uh, I wouldn't mind him for United. But I mean, they already signed him to a deal hmm. for the right wing position. But yeah, Porto, I just felt like they had it. They had more passion in the extra time, and uh, with that pen, it just. They they got the result they wanted. Mm. Akil, uh, do you think that Porto is... You, you were just talking about it, but do you really rate them as a serious threat? I hope they will be. But I don't I don't think they'll get past the next round. Um, they, they, they had a really good season so far this year. I think the one blemish is the loss to Benfica, but other than that... I'm gonna go ahead and say it now. Hot takes Morega's the best African striker in the world, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that team just—they know how to play, and their manager—he gets that team to play, man. Casillas still playing like he's 29 in his prime. Um, defense is solid. Pepe had a great game. Pepe, uh, Pepe is a beast. 
Pepe had a great game, man. Getting to everybody's faces, just you know, causing havoc. Um, Alex Tejas to hit that penalty to win the game. Uh, who else played really well there? It's uh, per- Danilo Pereira played solid, putting the shit. Suarez, their striker. Yeah, Suarez played really well. He got himself a goal as well, I think. Um, yeah, he got the first goal. Um, yeah, I mean, what more can you say? Like, they're really they're well old machine. It just sucks they're not going to do too much in Europe this season. But yeah, yeah, it's it's gonna be. I I, I mean, I, I really felt bad for him. I wanted them to go through because. Danielle De Rossi, I, I really like him, and Edin Dzeko, I, I've oh always, I've always liked him, um, even when he was at City. Dzeko and Jovetic, bro, they were the shit. Yeah, that was that one season, that uh, 14, 15, no, 13, 14, when we won the league, that was a great team. You know what the funny thing is, the, both of them were backups too. They didn't like, they weren't starting. We got four strikers in that team. Negredo, right? Was the other one? Negredo. So yeah. rate that guy highly. Yeah, I mean they they were ballers. So I mean I kind of felt bad, but Nzanzi had a terrible game. Um, mm-hmm. The coach uh, Eusebio or um, Di Francesco, I forget his name. I think it's, yeah, it's Eusebio. No, it's Di, uh, Di Francesco. Is it? I don't even know. But yeah, he got sacked. Didn't he? Yeah, he got sacked, and then Monchi's leaving, and a bunch of the Roma fans are like hating on Monchi because um. I think because of the uh, the Enzanzi signing, and I guess he hasn't been doing that well. Um, but yeah, well, I mean, what they brought in, they brought in the best manager in the world to get them back up. So I literally, I literally just found that out right now that I googled it. Insane. I hope he does well. I mean, it was hard seeing him do bad at Fulham. But... Did you know, Did you know that, Andrew? Bring- what? That Ranieri is the new Roma head coach. For real? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I literally just, I Googled it and it's like from an hour ago. Yeah, Jeez. he's Ranieri till the end of the season. Well, hopefully he does well. I'm wishing well. Um... Yeah, that, that's crazy. Um, And then Munchie's probably, probably going to go to Arsenal too, but. That's. I mean, he's gonna have no money, so he's really gonna have to pull mm-hmm. out a fucking miracle. What's the point? What's the point? Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be a challenge, but um, that pretty much wrapped up the Champions League week. Um, the Ajax and United results were pretty much the craziest. I just can't wait for the draw, man. Cause, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we still have another round to go. Still yeah. next week. So, yeah. We'll see. See how that goes. Um, that Leon Barca fixture is going to be interesting. City Shock is going to be interesting. Uh, Liverpool Bayern is going to be interesting because really, there no big team survived this week. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not calling United a big team because I mean, we have been for 15 games, but next week, like, okay, Barca, if Barca gets knocked out, they have. They're going to have to really fight for it. And then Bayern, Liverpool, that's one big team already automatically down. So. Uh, We're looking at the possibility of four English teams heading to the quarterfinals. And, like, it could, it would be, like, a statement if we get four in the semifinal or, and like, two in the final. Like, that would be something. Yeah, I think if we get four English teams, that would be insane. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Watch there be four English teams and still, like, none of us win it. Yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But anyway, the biggest, uh, biggest match coming up this weekend in the Premier League is United v. Arsenal. And real quick, we have to talk about Arsenal. Because Europa League games, um, really nothing spectacular, kind of expected results, apart from Sevilla drawing 2-2 at home to Spart- Spartak, Spargia, something. But, um, Prague. Yeah, Prague. But Rene pulling out a fucking miracle against Arsenal. Thanks to the Greek legend uh, Socrates. Um, Andrew, will the banter ever stop? Because it just, just when you think it could get worse for Arsenal, it gets worse. Uh, I feel like Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV has a contract with the players that keep him uh, with the entertainment. So I feel like Robbie is going under the table and paying them to do to do bad intentionally but i feel like there's there's really no saving the team because they go they're not consistent at all and when they when they do lose it's like bad mm-hmm. so they like they never gain like a great like stature so i feel like it's gonna keep on going and going even if they beat us like They'll be losing to to Reigns at home, like three zero. I I don't know about that, but Akil, uh, are are do you look at Arsenal through the tie lenses or do you look at Arsenal through the Claude lenses? They're Claude. I mean, they bring it upon themselves. Literally, they do every single. It's just like you know, you guys create the narrative. Arsenal fan TV is such a big thing that everybody just looks to them after the matches. And, you know, like, it's just a laughing stock at the end. That's all it is, man. You guys can be doing well and people are still like, um, Quick shout-out to Ben Arfa. Mm. Emery did him wrong. He's Miley Czar, too. He did yeah. really well. Yeah, Emery did him wrong, and he got his revenge zone for him. It's um, weird how football works. Like, you always... It's like Di Maria against United and Ben Arfa against Emery again. It just always happens. Yeah. I was uh, hoping Ronaldo and the Juventus would have happened this year. I mean, uh, Ronaldo and Real Madrid would have happened. Yeah, but Ronaldo and Godin, that's that's a pretty legendary oh, yeah. matchup. Going back to, going back to the Atleti. Hey, don't jinx yeah. yourself. Akio, you better stop talking, bro, because you're going to jinx yourself into getting Bayern Munich or something. I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, I want all, I, literally, I want all smoke. I don't care. Who I get, I want all smoke. No, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm about. I'm confident. Yeah. I'm confident in this team. I am. I, I actually kind of even hope we get you guys. Yeah, I, I know. You know what? I was saying that, but I don't. I want to see you guys <laughs> in the final, because, like, the like imagine us like I'm. I'm just not trying to like put this out there, but like you know, imagine us like winning our first Champions League at your guys' expense. Like that would just make me feel even better inside, and I wouldn't even care if we another chance. That just to have that one would be beautiful. But yeah, uh, I think I think you've been smoking a little too much weed there, boy, <laughs> baby Marley. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if that would happen. But you know, 
I mean, no, it actually is a possibility. But I, yeah. I would love to see you guys play Liverpool again just to get get yeah, every match. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I mean, uh, anybody. I, I want all smoke, like I said. Yeah, because, I mean, you guys let Ax- Oxlade-Chamberlain beat you guys. Come on now. I mean, but then again, they did attack our bus, and that kind of shook everybody up. So, I mean. Yeah, true, true. Uh, you saw what happened with the freaking River Plate and Boca thing when that happened. Like, they had to cancel the game after that. Like, everybody was shook. So, yeah. You, you, you can see what effect that has on players. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, man. And obviously, going going back to the United-Arsenal uh, game, it's, it's going to be a good game. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of weary about it just because whenever you expect your team to win and the other team just has no shot, that's when the upsets happen. Um, and Arsenal, obviously, I think they've only lost to to Man City at home, so in the league, um, so they're a really good team at home. Um, and I'm not discounting them at all. I still think that we'll win just because we're playing really humbly. Like we're we're not playing arrogant champagne football like we're, we're doing it the british way like mctom but you, it's not like you guys have a choice do you, you have yeah with the injuries, injuries yeah it's like you gotta do something yeah so i mean and we just always seems to have arsenal's number like ah I, I really wish lingard could play this game i really just, wish i like you know it's, it's his dance floor man he, even if they win the game he pop out like out of nowhere and start dancing on it yeah, I wish I hope that like Lukaku and Pogba have practiced like the Millie Rock because mm-hmm. whoever scores needs to do the Millie Rock. Like that has to be a requirement. But we'll see. Um, that game will be on Sunday at eight thirty um, a.m. Pacific time, and then um, obviously uh, City Wat or yeah City Watford. Um, this weekend too. So, Akil, how are you feeling about that? Because I know you guys literally always whoop the hell out of Wofford. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be such a walk in the park, but you know, we should we should win comfortably. Um, even though we still have a lot of injuries, De Bruyne's still out, Laporte Laporte's out, Fernandinho's still out. I mean, we'll get them back for the Champions League game hopefully. But yeah, I mean, pretty much can't be. We should win this one, like you know, like a three-one maybe see that happening yeah everybody's in the form everybody is in the form of their lives right now, so yeah true but tr- i think Troy um, is in the like, form of his life that <laughs> <laughs> um i also want to like we're people were talking about like player of the year candidates like i don't know about y'all but i honestly i, I think van dyke's gonna win it but if anybody deserves a shot from this team it's bernardo because the dude is just <sighs> engine this year and I, I just feel like he, he's got like, another city he's got fan that looks past their best player Aguero no I mean but yeah he does deserve it too but I mean the guy's been an engine he's been everywhere we have like at least four or five players that I think there could be a four I don't know about four I think it's really just it's because Silva hasn't been that good this year yeah, he De, hasn't. De Bruyne hasn't been good. I mean, he's injured. The most, the most I would give you, yeah, well, yeah, he's been injured. You know, he's never really caught form. I could give you three. Sterling. I'm gonna read our name for you, right? Aguero. Yeah. I would say Bernardo Silva is again. Mm-hmm. Fernandinho. Mm, okay. And Sterling. That's why I said four. 
Because okay, uh, I can give you that. Fernand- yeah, Fernandinho. You see how important he is to this team. Yeah, but realistically, like numbers wise, I would say the. Only I would go two. through. I would agree with you on that too. Yeah, Fernandinho's probably not gonna get that, but yeah, Bernardo's like an underrated shot in that. I think uh, Goro, if he continues his goal scoring form, then yeah, I see why not. But Van Dijk's probably. Yeah, and then I, I just feel like you guys have so many good players. They just cancel each other out. It, it's kind of like Dak and Zeke's rookie year. It's like you can't give one credit without discrediting the other, you know? So in the end, mm-hmm. they kind of both take away votes from each other because it's hard to distinguish, well, he's a great striker, but it's like, well, he's giving him all the service, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's that's how it's been working. Without one, that's how you show this team is a well oiled team because everybody gets Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, yeah, I think as much as we hate Liverpool, I mean, this guy is, this guy is playing with, with Lovren and Matip. And still... <laughs> we can't look out. Yeah, clean sheet every week, like, automatic. So, yeah, I, I have to give respect. <laughs> Apparently, dude, when they were talking about him on Copenhagen, you would do the Copenhagen or the other podcast we're talking about him. Uh-huh. They were just saying, like... Uh, apparently, all the players say he smells good too. So imagine him mugging you <laughs> off, running past you, and this dude just smells amazing too. You're just like sat there wondering, like, damn. Like, right, that Troy Polamalu head and shoulders. What, yeah, what what can't this guy do? Like, Van Dyke can honestly play striker if he wanted to, to be honest. And he's good at it. I think he's played it yeah. for Netherlands, and he's yeah, gotten a couple like, goals. Yeah, Van Dyke is like. It it's weird because. He really doesn't do anything spectacular, but that's that's how easy he just, he defending makes, is. But he makes the hard the little the hard thing look easy though. And he makes like everything just the game just looks easy. Yeah, uh, Andrew, do you do you see City dropping points against Watford this week? No, it's gonna be easy five zero win. Yeah, at the Etihad too. I mean, you guys are like. You guys, you guys are money. Um, and as far as the other uh, games, this Sunday, uh, Liverpool is playing Burnley at home. Do you guys think that the Burnley fucking, the Great Wall of Burnley can take some points off of Liverpool? If this was Burnley last year, I would have backed them, but nah. I'd say they lose like 3-0. Yeah, I it's want them be to a... do, I, I want them to draw, but it's not going to happen. 4-0 game. Mm-hmm. All right, well, last question of the day. Um, the other big game that we have tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., uh, Pochettino Derby, Southampton versus Tottenham. And Pochettino is not even going to be there because he's banned. Uh, well, I think he still will be in, in the stands, but he won't be on the test line. Um, do you think? that Southampton can pull off the win and just suddenly descend Tottenham into this top four race? Andrew, you want to start? Uh, no, I feel like Southampton going to slip up and it's going to be an easy win for Tottenham. I feel like all the big teams are going to win this weekend. So United, Tottenham, City... Liverpool. I feel like they're all going to win easily. 
Do Do you feel the same, Akil? It's, uh, I mean, Southampton put up a really good fight against y'all. It's just, you know, unfortunate with Highland. I can see them getting a point or two off of Liverpool. I mean, off of Tottenham, sorry. Well, I see them winning, man, because Southampton's only two points away from safety. They're they're in 17th. They're, they're trying to hold off Cardiff. Mm-hmm. And Tottenham, they're only... We're only three points behind them. And Arsenal's only four points behind them. Like, they... If they don't... If they somehow don't win this game, their top four is in real jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, they they need to win. Just two weeks ago, they were right there with City in second place. And now they're trying to stay in fourth place. So, we'll see. That's, that's going to be a great game. But, um... Yeah, we'll, we'll leave it at that. It's already been almost an hour long of just us rambling and all that. But um, I want to thank the viewers. Um, thank you guys. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Before, before you get into closing it, mm-hmm. um, I just want to send a quick shout out to the U.S. Women's National Team pursuing U.S. soccer um, on International Women's Day. Yeah. Perfect, perfect timing. But um, yeah, just shout out to them. You know, like they deserve their equal pay, bro. I, I, I'm like whatever you want to say about them they went through world cups already like come on yeah you know what more more people watch them than watch the men's national team i can guarantee that so like yeah like i agree with you bro if it was the WNBA, i would be like okay well yeah that's a different thing but this this is like yeah they they have legit arguments yeah they do they literally they're the best they're the best team in the country like yeah, I'll, I'll give you that too. Because whenever they come to um, to Carson Dignity Health Sports Park, they literally like do crazy numbers and like All the, the merch does numbers, the food, the tickets. Like it is. Alex Morgan is like the fucking LeBron James of female soccer. Yep. So shouts out to them, and I hope they win the World Cup this summer as well. So yeah, mm. that's my teaser. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll close it off on that, on International Women's Day. Uh, respect your mom, respect your girl. Um, unless you're Tristan Thompson, then don't do either. <laughs> Just um, get seven girls in the pool, bro. Right. But respect the fuck out of that motherfucking like and subscribe button. Um, like I said, we're new. We don't know what we're talking about. We ramble. Okay, whatever. Leave us a bad review. We don't give a fuck, all right? Um, we'll, we'll get better with time, but... Yeah, I appreciate you guys. Um, Stay tuned with us. Um, Subscribe to our feed. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, You guys, I don't have to tell you. Every YouTuber already tells you where it's at, so I'm not going to tell you where it's at. But, um, yeah, you guys, take care. Stay tuned. Make sure you watch all the crazy-ass game this week. Support United. Support City. And take care.